On this week's episode of Marketing O'Clock. In SERP of something new, we've got all the highlights from Google's search on. Like the old saying says, algo things must come to an end. <laughs> all on today's show. Welcome, you are listening to Marketing O'Clock. Just stay tuned. Digital marketing news, but let's get specific. Digital ads, SEO and analytics, social media and more. Pretty much everything that'll make your website perform. New shows every Friday. We give you the news with sass and puns and definitely high takes. Thank you for tuning in. You know what time it is. It's officially marketing o'clock. Settle in, sit back, keep it locked. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernhelm. AKA Shop. I'm Jess Bud. And I'm Greg Fenn. And it is officially marketing o'clock. Here on September 30th, 2022. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us for another fabulous episode. Greg Finn, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, and I've got just a little tale from sports parent corner here Mm -hmm. where my kids play baseball they just made the travel team my girl too no big deal congrats but wow they're playing house baseball right now and i told you last time about a story where (laughs) one of the children i was telling to put the dirt down put the dirt down stared me right in the eyes licked their hand well this past saturday (laughs) wasn't this anybody in their team just somebody i saw at a baseball field one of the children was playing with the dirt on third base, the hot corner, wherever all the balls come, flying in, sitting there, playing with dirt. And it progresses. Like, they're playing with a pitching machine that pitches probably 35 miles an hour, metal bats, hard baseballs, and this child's on third base during the action <laughs> playing with dirt. It progresses to this child sitting down in the dirt. That was me. Playing with dirt. <laughs> Did they build something good, though? No. They built almost (laughs) a recipe for disaster. It turned in this child during the game, sitting down in the dirt on third base, backward. Back to to the batter. You could get. I know. I'm like, where are the parents here? What is going on? And then he got ran over. and Better than hitting the head with a ball. But I'm like, I'm sitting there like, you know how you just want to be like, but I'm not going to yell at the other team. Like, what do you do? I don't know what you do in that scenario. You yell, whose child is that? And you point. Where was the third base coach? Well, the third base coach is on our team. It's And the coach was doing his job, too. The coach is like, you got, like, it's just, no. It's, you watch your kid, like, sitting down backward, making a sandcastle in the middle of a baseball game on the hot corner. Listen, you can't stifle creativity. No, but that's, like, that's dangerous. <laughs> I used to draw pictures with my feet. I wasn't sitting. Okay. Did you do it backward? <laughs> no. Okay, you're a step ahead. Yeah. Common sense. <laughs> Jess, what's new with you? <laughs> I had a similar experience, Greg. So uh, I was out on a date on Friday night. We went out oh, without love. the kid. With, <laughs> with my husband. Oh. We had dinner at 5.15. We were going to a concert. We were trying to eat first. So we ate the early bird special at the local bar. And then we're like, we could just go home no, we should go to the concert. So we're just like talking about how hard of work it is to stand there and listen to somebody else play music and just have loud noise. And we almost didn't go. So we're sitting in the parking lot just debating going in or not at the venue. It's like 730. 
and it's getting dark and we're just sitting there and talking and wasting time and I'm like okay fine I'm gonna start getting my bag ready to go in so I'm taking all my work stuff out of the bag go to slide my laptop under the seat and I found something under there and I'm like what is this goodness I pull it out First of all, it's a pair of binoculars. <laughs> so why my husband has these in his car, I oh don't know. Oh my God, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> so that's step one. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to use these. So oh we've been looking, we're in like downtown and we've been looking at this apartment building. We've been discussing like, do you think that's multiple apartments? Like one on each floor? What do you think they're like in there? Now I got a pair of binoculars. So I'm like, I'm just going to see if I could see in there. Shep, <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> I don't know what happens yet. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what happens is I'm just trying to get, I don't want to spy on people, but I want to know what apartments look like. I'm very interested in oh, what Jess. interiors look like. This is pre-crime. This is She's window. doing pre-crime. Pre-crime? Pre-crime. <laughs> I just, well, I didn't get away with it because as I'm trying to focus these things and actively looking up at this apartment whose windows are open. My husband decides it's time to go to the show and goes to get out of the car, opens the door so the lights turn on in the car. So now I'm completely blown in with the lights on staring at an apartment with binoculars. Don't go out Nobody on a Friday. Peeping, <laughs> peeping toms were like one of my number one fears as a child. So yeah, everything comes one. full circle. I, just, I don't know why they were in there. That oh, I'll figure that out. But he just like totally ruined my fun turning the light on and exposed. He probably didn't want to get arrested. <laughs> if he hadn't provided the instrument, I wouldn't have been able to do it. So anyway. Well, I feel like I kind of hit a breaking point in my life this week because I'm just like staunchly against national days of anything. They're all <laughs> fake. It really bothers me when people like use it for marketing. And it's like one of the worst things about the past 10 years. But this week, there was National Sons and Daughters Day. And like everyone was posting about it on Facebook and I felt like a really bad parent. What? <laughs> but I was like, you got to have principles. Like if I'm not going to post about National Margarita Day, I can't post about National Daughter's Day. You got to stand 100%. for something. Every day is National Daughter's Day if you're a good mom. That's and what I was trying to think in my heart. But all three of us, we didn't post. So, I so guess. you're like against Mother's Day too? No, that's different. It's not a National Mother's Day. It's Mother's Day. <laughs> Oh, it's not the national day of moms. If it hasn't been on, like a real thing for a hundred years, it's not real. What about July seventeenth? What is that? National Taylor Swift Day. See, yeah, that's not real. Why is that would what you be were just doing day? typing up? Of-, of course, I was. <laughs> there are so many other days that would be National Taylor Swift Day above that. How about December thirteenth, her birthday? No, it's the seventeenth of July. <laughs> that's the worst choice. <laughs> the worst choice. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. But I'm glad, I'm proud of myself that, you know, I stood my ground. I didn't pose. Yeah, good for you. So I may not be a good parent, but I can still be a good email marketer with Selzy. Selzy is the no-code email marketing service that makes selling with emails as easy as one, two, three. It is the perfect email marketing platform for small and medium-sized businesses because it's packed with the features that you need, but it's no-code, it's drag-and-drop, and the tools make it so easy to build beautiful emails. Jess Bud, you were just saying today, you want to get this for your small business, right? I am. I'm going to get it. Because you're a small business owner. Like, you have expertise in beer. You don't need to know about building emails. Celsi makes it easy. 
And they have a deal going on over on Epsumo that you truly cannot afford to pass up, Jess Bud, for just $49. (laughs) That is a one-time payment. You can take advantage of their lifetime deal with unlimited email sends up to 5,000 contacts. That's a lot of beers. You might be thinking, I've got way more customers than 5,000 people. I can't use Salty. And I would say you are completely incorrect. Because if you go to our link (laughs) and you buy two codes, you can double that. So you can have up to 10,000 contacts. Amazing. For life, three codes, 15,000. That's how it works. So even you with your huge (laughs) digital Rolodex can use (laughs) Salty and this offer. That's absolutely amazing, by the way, that they're doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. All the more reason. So giving. Mm -hmm. If you want to learn more about this offer, visit selzy.marketingoclock.com or click the link in our description. That is S E L Z Y.marketingoclock.com or click the link in our description. Thank you, Selzy. Big news from this week, of course, Google Search On was on Wednesday. Glenn Gabe was live tweeting it. Um, If you want to head over and check him out at Glenn Gabe on Twitter, he has a great recap. But we're going to do our little recap here of the show. So first big announcement was everything that's new with multi-search. This is one of Greg's personal favorites. So they said you can basically take a picture and then add text. So their example was you could take a picture of an everything bagel and then you could add text saying purse and they would find purses that look like everything bagels. Your response. (laughs) I just want to say whoever plans these videos and these events they they need to be fired <laughs> I did, and jailed i thought it was jailed. so fun the crafty girl i can't follow what she's doing this person <laughs> says she is a professional crafter she goes out she makes all of her money crafting she has crafting classes it's all about crafts and then she's in the kitchen and she sees her bagel and she looks she has an idea about a purse everything bagel mm-hmm. purse takes a picture of it, and then just goes, buys it for $120 from somewhere else. It's like, where's the craft part of this? You're buying somebody else's crafts. Yeah, I thought she'd be like making sure nobody else did it. She's researching the competition. There are locks and locks of everything bagel purses out there, and she's just (laughs) looking for the best one. I agree with that, but it just, it doesn't, and then she's like in a store, and she's looking at, at, at fabric, or no, she was looking wrapping at paper. wrapping paper. It takes a picture of the wrapping paper, and then a shirt appears. I kind of love that. Did you make the shirt? I thought she made the shirt. But then she doesn't make purses. This is where it's all losing me. I, I, I loved her. I wanted to get to I know loved her. her. I didn't get the application <laughs> of it. Are you crafting the purse or not? Like, I don't get it. I think it was competitor research. Okay. Um, I love this for myself. I want to, like, take pictures of, like, designer items out and about and then add the word cheap. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's so many applications for this. I loved it. Next, if you have text in a pitch, a picture, they are improving the capabilities of how um, Google Translate can translate this with Google Lens. So they have this example where this is for a telescope. So they have like an image that the telescope took of, I think, Earth. Um, and there's text over it in a different language. And before they could translate it, but they would like blur the image out behind. Now AI can like fill in the gaps and just overlay the text and it looks totally seamless. So apparently this is the same tool as the Magic Eraser tool on Pixel um, and it looks really nice. Then they randomly stopped and said that there's new shortcuts on the Google app for iOS to help you quite, uh, quote, search beyond the box. I love that little tagline. 
Um, so you can Ugh. shop with screenshots. You can hum to search. I've been waiting what? for this for years. Crash test dummies. Thanks, Google. Um, you can translate text with your camera. Then they didn't talk about this, but they showed something on the screen that said, like, solve the math problem by taking a picture. Math teachers of the world better be riding. We I all like Google that. math after we're done with school. This is Nobody un- does their own math. I know, but, like, why should I have had to suffer so that kids today can just have Google solve the math problem? I- you walked so they could run. <laughs> Okay, next they got into maps. So they were doing really cool things with Google Maps and AR. Um, They started with how Google Maps revolutionized maps. And I was just thinking about MapQuest and like a week where there was a really weird bug where like all of our map directions were going to the same place, but it was the wrong place. And it was just like a really bad week in my house. Where was the place? It was like one of my brother's friend's houses. I thought it was like... Some can conspiracy you? theory to get you all to show up. Yeah. But really, can you believe we did that? Like, we used to print out turn-by-turn directions. I miss those days. I Kid, wish they were here. Do you remember triptychs, or are you too young for that? No, I must be too And young. you could, like, flip the page. You had yeah. to go to AAA and have yeah. somebody highlight a map for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just didn't know the name. Triptych. <laughs> um, so they are turning 2D maps into 3D maps of the real world. So there are cool features here. There's this neighborhood vibe thing. Um, where you can enter a neighborhood and like see in the streets and it'll pull up points of interest. I think they really need to add some smells to this. Like certain parts of my neighborhood just smell like sewage and I don't know why. That would be nice to know. That's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah. They're also adding more 3D landmarks to it. Um, I guess this is something they're already starting to do, but they're adding more and more. So that'll be cool. They have this immersive view where you can go inside a restaurant and look at the businesses and then they have this busyness in- indicator that'll show like when it's going to be the most busy. You know what? I don't really care about the immersive view of the restaurant. I want immersive view of the kitchen. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I Just don't. Count the rats. Ignorance like, oh, is under blessed. four. Under yeah, four. I would never yeah. go out to eat again. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Smells would be useful. Our there, economy too. does not need that. Um, you can also search with live view. So this will allow you to tap your camera from maps and it'll identify things around you. So you just like pull up your camera from the map and then we're usually on the map. It'll show you where like gas stations and ATMs and maybe public bathrooms. I don't know where all those things are with the little icons. Now it'll do that in the real world. I don't know who's going to use it, but it's a nice it's idea. It's going to be helpful for, helpful for some people. I just don't need AR life. I'm, I'm good yeah. with it. I You're standing there. You I'll just want to know where the toilet is. I can is. read a sign if it's an ATM. It's fine. I'll walk around a little bit. Yeah. Then there was all this talk about food. So you can search for a dish and find local restaurants that have it um, on Google search. And then with Lens, you can snap a picture of a baked good and Google will identify it. Then you could add near me with that new search feature we talked about with the bagel purses um, to find a restaurant nearby. So that's nice. Um, You can also refine your search for spiciness for all those like babies out there. No, That's a real thing? Yeah. They, she just kind of Fantastic. threw it out there. There weren't a lot of details, right? I love that. Yeah, those two men that were going out and eating, they kind of touched on that a little bit about like the darkness or the funness of everything. Yeah, so there love is that. like kind of un, I guess, characterizable attributes you can look for. Love that. They're talking about pulling in more pictures and helpful insights from reviews for restaurants into search. This I'm excited about. They're expanding coverage of digital menus, making them more rich and reliable. I like Google a menu and there's like four different ones and I don't know which one is accurate. So I really hope they can fix that. 
Um, also, you can make a reservation order delivery right from the SERPs. They brought that up, even though I think it's already a thing. Put your um, scent into the menu as well so you can smell what it's going to taste like. Mm-hmm. There you go. That'll be nice. Then they got into the new shopping features. So you can now in Google search type in shop followed by whatever you want and it'll high, it'll bring in shopping results right away. Um, so they were pretty excited about that. I don't get really why that that's cool. <laughs> well, I think it just that way you go straight. You shave a, mm. save a click from going to yeah, shopping. Yeah, you don't have to hit shopping. It just goes directly to that. So you yeah. don't have to get the results, then go to shopping. I think it's a big deal because if you don't do that, you're only going to get ads. Yeah. yeah. So like this will get you actually to Google Shopping. Why isn't that already a thing? Um, soon they're going to highlight trending products in that new search. They are also expanding 3D in shopping. So you can use AI to make 360 degree spinning pictures uh, based on only a few images of a product instead of hundreds. They're excited about that. One thing I thought was funny about this 3D part is they're like, showing this van's shoe and how it's this 360 capability and how how it looks and how awesome you can rotate it around and they're like oh and then for some businesses that don't have the budget or don't have the capacity we can pick like you could put a couple different photos in and i'll try to like basically lace them together pun intended and then <laughs> they show sketchers oh. it's like, oh! There's like three sketcher shoes, and it, I was dying laughing during it. Like, there was more shade coming that involved you. They also talked about Greg's favorite, those buying guides. Those were quickly mentioned. Not really oh, a new perfect. thing. Yeah, the baseball bat where you can buy cricket. <laughs> so then they talked about these page insights from the Google app. Um, so with these, you can click a button from the app on like a product page and it'll show you insights about the page, the products, pros and cons from other users, star ratings. Um, And from that page, you can also opt in for updates like price drop. So that'll be nice. Okay. Then they got into custom shopping. Basically, you can press a button and tell Google from the SERPs that you want them to remember that you're looking for women's or men's apparel or that you're interested in certain brands and it'll show you more things like that in the future. Um, They also have these predefined filters based on trends. So if you search for jeans, for example, this is her example, and she was a cool lady in leather pants. She was like, um, a, a good trend for this would be there might be wide leg and boot cut. And if jeggings ever come back in style. Fuming right now. And I'm right just now. having a hard time in my life right now because apparently jeggings are so uncool. I got these like wide leg pants that all the girlies are supposed to wear. I look like a big loser. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't. I'm going back to the jeggings and I don't care. Can I just no. say I'm with you. You're going to be on the right side of history. Do you know when men were wearing those pants, you had to like cut off to get them off? They were so tight. That was a bad look. When was that? Yeah. People, you would you would go and you many folks would wear um, pants from a, a different gender to get them so tight. That was oh, maybe you're talking about like seen Seven kids. years ago. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. That was a terrible look. Mm-hmm. Wide kids. pants, they're not going to be around for a long time. Jeggings are going to be around. They're just more like, well, it yeah. depends on the jeggings, but like the wide pants, uh, it's just hard for me. Okay? Jeggings, no one should be coming for jeggings. I'm just okay? not a cool girl. Time to accept it. Yes, you are. Can I also talk yes, about some is, of the fashion? Yes. Mm-hmm. The, I couldn't figure out what the temperature was at this event. If you look at what's on screen right now, there's one woman in short sleeve short shirt that seemed to be a pretty short sleeve mm. shirt there. Cap sleeve. And then there's somebody next to her in what appears to be a full-on down jacket. And I'm like, what 
is the temperature in this place. I was very concerned about It is that. the time of year right now where yeah. nobody knows how to dress. So one of them is uncomfortable. Okay. When I went sure. to Europe once, because I'm cool, um, I feel like everyone wears those down jackets like all year round though. The, yeah, oh yeah. And if you go to Boston, they all wear the Explorer jackets. Yeah. The Canadian Explorer, whatever yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> anyway, one of the examples was those shoppable search. I forget the exact term. But for the example that the the lady with the um, little leather pants had, she was talking about shoppable images, essentially, in Discover. So she went to her Discover, went down to these new trends. She identifies Selena Gomez, her favorite artist, and how she's wearing a band shirt. It's an ACDC shirt. Like, it's not just a band. Um, and then it's like, <laughs> she's like, oh, and maybe you can find another type of clothing you like. And it's like a checkerboard dress. Who would wear black and white checkers? Like, what a loser. Um, Greg's wearing it. I hope you're watching, <laughs> not listening. But then she like goes and is like, oh, and then you can take this, go here, go to that website, and then you have to use lens on your phone to try to find dresses that are similar. I'm like, that's not really shoppable. That's a really terrible that's, user experience. Yeah, that's interface. a lot of steps. Wouldn't you in Drayton Discover just say, like lens, like shop this image? I, it, it's very, I, it didn't seem shoppable. And then it looked like you could buy the ACDC shirt, but not the dress. I didn't get it. Just buy the ACDC shirt two sizes up and it's a dress. What else is happening this week? Well, also from the search event, uh, found out a little bit after here, there are going to be those browsable search results. We saw something similar to it, and this is all ad-based news as well. Um, so the ads UI is going to look a little bit bigger. Some of those uh, image extensions may look larger on mobile. I've seen that. Yep. So that's been announced. And then there's also uh, conversational search results where you can see there's a, a chat in one of the examples here where you can just chat specifically with a company. So um, it seems like everything's being bigger, bolder, and much more visual. Let's kick it over to the search ranking update side of things. The September core update rollout was completed as of September 26th. So was the product reviews update. I think it's the fifth pro here, both on the same day. So if you have anything to annotate in, just annotate it both on September 26th. There was a decent amount of movement, which appears to be all on the September 2022 core update. Lily Ray at Lily Ray NYC had a good example of 12 different government websites that saw some increases. Since the update started rolling out, I heard a bunch of other chatter around government and um, a lot of IRS-specific drops and increases. Um, and Glenn Gabe will be sure to have all the information that you need. Follow him at Glenn Gabe on Twitter or any of the or, or G Squared Interactive. I'm sure there'll be a write-up at some point there. Uh, what what's that sound? It's time for Barry's Charts with Greg. This week's Barry's Charts with Greg, we've got a banger for you here. First up, third place in the charts. These charts just really made you feel good this week. We've had some stinker charts. These charts, you if you look at those charts, Barry really outdid himself this week, don't you think? <laughs> yes. Yes, Greg, I do. Okay. I loved Serpstat because they changed their colors. So their main color, I think they did like a fall rebrand, maybe a refresh here, where yellow 
is the is the main color here and now it, if there's not a lot of visibility it goes green so i just like that it's kind of like an, an homage to fall that's not a fall yellow that's a spring yellow that's like an easter chick okay i think it looks like they're like layered i'm not into that the second place was <laughs> serp metrics this was a textbook example i don't know if they actually looked at the rankings for this this is a lie detector output there's a little <laughs> bit of movement and then somebody told a lie and it went <laughs> And then it like evened out. So I loved the SERP metrics chart there that was second place. But number one was SEMrush. SEMrush in the beginning of September, it looks like somebody kind of doctored those results and tried to make it look like some body parts there. You know, like somebody, if you put the 80085 and flip the calculator upside down. Um, and so SEMrush, I'm giving that the win of the week. And that was Barry's Charts with Greg, an audio program about visual charts. Now it's time for this week's Take of the Week. This is a hashtag fire digital marketing take with extra spice served up for you. We simply deliver the take for your consumption. We give no opinions. We don't influence. You make the call. All right. And this week's Take of the Week comes from Jeremy Kranitz at Jeremy Kranitz on Twitter. And he's got a picture of Lawrence Fishburne from The Matrix. I forget his character's name in The Matrix. It's not Neo, the other guy. And Jeremy says, my face when I'm rejecting the, quote, spend more auto suggestions in Google ads. And Lawrence is saying, what if I told you I don't have more budget? It's like, hey, what am I supposed to do? Like, <laughs> just raise the budgets. I don't know. I laughed when I saw it. I appreciated it. Thank you, Jeremy. Now it's time for this week's I See Why Am I. I see why am I, people. This is something you just might not have seen. Maybe something that you overlooked, but you shouldn't have. I see why am I, people, from Glenn Gabe, at Glenn Gabe on Twitter. He also has a meme. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a picture of Will Ferrell. What movie is this from? He's drinking wine and he's sad. Really feeling bad. Step Brothers. What a waste of wine. He's like spitting half of it out. Is it Wedding Crashers or is it the one where he's like a soccer coach, kicking and screaming, screaming? Yeah. Is he in Wedding Crashers? He is. Um, But I don't. I only know I made you a painting. (laughs) (laughs) It's sexual and violent. Let me get to the point here. This is an SEM rush chart here, just geez. (laughs) Okay, so Glenn Gabe says, me after speaking to a company that just disavowed thousands of domains right before speaking to me for no reason. They never set up unnatural links. I could have saved them so much time. Again, step away from the disavow file. There's a reason it's buried in the Google search console UI. And then he always has to make it a little happy with the little smiley (laughs) face. (laughs) We, I've seen this twice in the past six months. It's incredible. And just one pro tip, if you're out there and you are considering a disavow file and you're a real company and you've got like a couple of bucks in the bank, the one thing you should do, pick up the phone and call Glenn first. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to be Will Ferrell spilling wine all over yourself. <laughs> and it's like you, you have to like undo, like you can cause damage. Pick up the phone, give Glenn a call. Now it's time for this week's pew pew lightning round. At this point in the show, we split up our content into three parts, paid, organic, and social. 
heading into the lightning round here, we want to give a shout out to Selzy for sponsoring today's show. Selzy is the best email marketing tool for small businesses. It only takes 15 minutes to set up your account and create your first campaign with their no code drag and drop email builder. But if you do have any questions, the Selzy team is here to help with 24 seven support. You can reach out to them from anywhere in the world, any time of day, day or night via email, chat, or phone. So they can help you send all of your beer emails, just bud. At 3 or all of your soccer emails, Greg Finn. Thank you. We love Selzy, but because of this promotion they're running right now, you do not have to take our word for it because you should just take advantage of this deal for yourself. You can get lifetime access to Selzy for just a one-time payment of $49. So to learn more about Selzy and this incredible offer, visit selzy.marketingaclock.com. That is S-E-L-Z-Y dot marketing o'clock.com first up here in the paid universe column as you see him ppc greg spotted a new column in the wild so this one is for new customers and it says this is the number of people who clicked one of your ads then purchased something online from your website or app for the first time within the last 540 days so that's a nice one and next up from store growers at store growers on Twitter, this says now you can see which negative keyword lists have been applied to performance max campaigns. I don't think we're far off from self serve negative keywords with Pmax. So they're looking at their negative keywords lists um, and the rep probably set it up for them, but they can see it in their list and it seems like apply it to campaigns. So that's a nice step in the right direction. I don't have that in my accounts yet, but love to see it. Okay, warning from Brett Badofsky, a.k.a. Brett, Brett, Brett Badofsky <laughs> on Twitter. He says, soon you will no longer be able to set your level of participation in Microsoft audience ads via ad group level bid modifiers. This means by default, your search campaigns will serve on the Microsoft audience network. So somebody else tweeted about this a couple weeks ago. We alerted you to it then, but it is a really big deal, and I feel like nobody's talking about it. Um, Brett is. Yes, mm -hmm. thank you, Brett. So in your settings right now, you have this option to decrease by 100% your audience ads, but apparently that's going away. And if you look at like your network settings in your search campaign, it's almost comical. Every single option says, this option includes Microsoft audience ads. This option includes Microsoft audience ads. <laughs> so you can't turn them off there and you can't do the bid adjustment. So you just have to do them. And I hate them. So... I said to, to Brett, this is despicable. It truly is. It is. Okay, next up here, we have a little segment called Let's Check In on the Ad Forms, on the Ad Platforms. I cannot speak today. So first, Ginny Marvin <laughs> tweeted on September 22nd. She said, Google is aware of an internal issue impacting ad serving. Our product and policy teams are actively working on a solution. Um, currently, the impact of this issue may prevent ads from serving in certain certain circumstances for your account. We will follow up with updates as soon as possible. And then she did update us on the 23rd and said that the issue had been resolved. But I mean, it's broken. Yep. So if you saw a big decrease, it seemed like a lot of people had their ads completely disapproved. So that day, just put it in your notes and Google Ads. And things if are, you can find them. Yeah. Things are not any better on Meta, apparently. David Herman at Herman Digital said, Meta is a mega mess right now. Ad accounts being permanently banned out of nowhere. Ads being rejected for random false reasons. Nobody is getting any clarity from Meta. Thoughts and prayers, David. It's terrible. <laughs> What's happening in organic? All right. First up in organic this week. Just a little quick update here. We talked about the fact that there were five to seven non-skippable ads seen in the wild on YouTube. 
Um, Trung Tifan found 12 ads in a row. (laughs) Wow. 12 straight non-skippable ads. I still think this is a bug. I hope this is a bug. Yeah, but like they need to fix it. I know. You don't even get that on TV. Mm, You've never watched The Bachelor. No way. True. True facts. (laughs) But- that's egregious. And it's just, again, they're too focused on shorts to take their actual product and make it good. Okay, from Glenn Gabe on Twitter. Follow them if you haven't already, people. There is a new Chrome 106 that's rolling out. A couple of the new things in that is you can translate highlighted text specifically. There's an RSS reader on desktop Chrome. And there's also, you can it seems like it's coming soon, so I don't know why it's in here. But you can take notes on websites, I guess. I don't know. Why you'd want to do that? Because <laughs> you're Glenn Gabe. Because you're Glenn Gabe, I guess. All right, from Barry Adams, love or hate him. There's carnage in the Google SERPs for many UK news publishers, according to Barry. There's astonishing visibility losses. And one of the examples he pulled out from the Systrix blog is that Metro was down a whopping 40%. If you're in the UK and you're in news, you may want to check that out because you might be down 40%. Or maybe the one's up 40%. You listen to the show. Like, you're probably doing things the right way. Okay, big news. Search Engine Journal, I believe, had this first, and I think it's now um, live to everybody, but the Google app is letting you remove personal information from search, so you can now do it right within the Google app. It's another reason to download the Google app. Um, along with a lot of the things we talked about from search on here. So you can just request personal information to be removed right from an app now, which is awesome for users. Additionally, found by way of Glenn Gabe, there is a new feature, I guess, coming to Google Shorts. Like it's the a beta test of super thanks in shorts. Super thanks. <laughs> so it's a you just made it sound so cool. Creator donation feature that enables fans to purchase a highlighted comment in stream. And there's an example here um, where somebody is saying thanks and they're saying, she's so cute, feed her another tuna for me. And Ew. they're thinking uh, uh-huh. that was yeah, Bisky the kitty. Yeah, it's in regards to a cat, but yeah. still. <laughs> yeah, no, that was from our channel. <laughs> um, Ew. But, I didn't know that people comment on shorts. You don't it's have enough time. Long. This is fake, right? And this is happening live, so it's like a live short. Oh no. no, this is no, it's not right. People are watching it, and then they can. I guess people are watching it, and on... then you pause it, and then you go to the comments because this isn't like a TikTok where it could be a, a, a lengthy video. These are all. 60 seconds or under. Yeah. Yeah. Comments on TikTok are big. Like people who are into it more than I am. Like what is just read comments all day and that's where the drama happens. So maybe they're just trying to do that. Five dollars? Five dollars. Five dollars. That's a super thing. Read her another tuna tube for me. I hope that's the price of the tuna tube. (laughs) That's expensive tuna. All right. And from Mr. Baidu himself, Adam DeFrisco, if you are not following him on Twitter or LinkedIn, you should if you care about Baidu. He's got a great LinkedIn post called Revitalizing Baidu Search. Everything you need to know about Baidu's 2022 Mobile Ecology Conference. And Adam goes through to talk about a lot about machine learning and AI-assisted content creation. Seems like Baidu is really leaning into that. We already saw Google was kind of 
moving away from it, then sort of okay with it. Baidu seems like they're all in on it. It's a fascinating article over on LinkedIn. That's Adam DeFrisco. Definitely give him a follow. 100% worth it. All right, from Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable, famously known from Barry Schwartz with Greg. He has a post called Bing Test Colored Sitelink Boxes. And the image of these boxes, it looks like my kids like colored in chalk. These boxes, it's like very pastel very colors. Very faint. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's for a Search Engine Roundtable and one is like, there's a couple green ones. There's a yellow one. I don't know why on earth you would do all this. I kind of mm-hmm. like it. But you they do? got two green ones. I always pick pastels for my highlights in like Google Sheets. I just think that Microsoft does such a great job with like those infographic knowledge panels now mm-hmm. and everything. It's like, why do you just do this? This looks like what the outline of ads used to be for Google. Okay. And from Todd Friesen, Oil Man. From Vimeo now. Vimeo is pioneering interactive and shoppable video. So there's a promo reel you can get if you head on over to Discord. We put all of the links there or newsletter to marketing clock, marketing forward slash, slash newsletter. Newsletter. Yes. And you can get all the links and you can see Vimeo shoppable interactive features live. And next up from Vulture. Somebody that clearly didn't watch last year's Clockskers put out an article that said, podcasting is just radio now. It's been ages since the last blockbuster narrative show. What does that mean for the medium as an art form? And you can learn about how saturated everything is. There was also an article saying that the price for podcast ads has gone up substantially. So take all this for a grain of salt because I think, um, you know, there's there's obviously information on both sides of that. All right. And lastly here, Fitbit users can feel free to ditch that last T as it is fit by to upcoming Fitbit accounts. They'll all be moved to Google accounts if you're a Fitbit user. What could go wrong with that? I wonder why they'd want to buy Fitbit. As advertisers, this is kind of nice. Like, hey, this person very active like oh <laughs> this person is taking pre-workout here i can see their heart rate is up i just you're going to be giving your body data over to the largest advertiser in the world what could go wrong do no evil what could go wrong you always wonder like why they buy a fitbit oh it's here you can roll the tape back when they bought fitbit Pick up. Yep. Now you need a Google account. You're going to be in all the time. <laughs> but you don't have a Fitbit. You have something else, right? The I know. I'm, tracking I'm not your activity. Giving, I'm not giving Google my information. <laughs> Mine's just sad. I have something that like tracks when I sleep and it's always like, you got no sleep last night. <laughs> Which you knew without reading it makes me that. feel worse about it. Like See, maybe my, I got an hour. <laughs> mine makes me feel good. Mine's always like, yeah, it's fair. Mine's always poor. Really? What do you use? I think it's just a bad tracker. Okay. Do you leave it on when you sleep? I don't know. I just wear this watch. It's a bed? That's a big yeah. watch. Yeah, it's a fashion watch. I don't take it off. Sorry. Do you shower with it? Yeah. How does it smell underneath? Yeah, check it out. Ooh. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> All right, that's it in organic. What's happening in social, bud? All right, first up in social this week, Matt Navarro tweeted, Whoa! 
TikTok has increased video description character limit to 2,200 characters. This is huge for creators and massive in terms of TikTok's plans for becoming a search engine. That's really big. That is, I, as a certified math guy, used to be 300 characters. That's a large increase. Mm -hmm. I agree. Great math. Can't argue with that. Sticking with TikTok here, things are not going so well for the U.S. division, morale-wise in particular. According to Android Police, at least five senior executives hired by TikTok to lead departments within the company's U.S. division in the past two years have left. The basic gist is that... ByteDance's C-suite is still very heavily involved in running the app, and the U.S. execs are essentially quitting because they can't really exert any influence. They don't have an impact. And you know it's correct because it's coming from Android (laughs) police. (laughs) They know. They cited uh, an article from Forbes. But they're the police. a joke i'm not getting or if it's just funny it's just so, so serious police. yeah they're the police <laughs> it's ridiculous <sighs> anyway the app is still dominating but this turnover might at some point have an impact but you know it won't have an impact tiktok on your political campaigns Nicole Farley of Search Engine Land said TikTok will soon start requiring accounts that belong to U.S. government departments, politicians, and political parties to be verified. And they will also ban any videos and content that call for fundraising. So, sorry. (laughs) Taking the fun out of fundraising. (laughs) Taking the fun out of politics, which is my greatest joy in life. It was so much fun. All right, next up, Reddit has a new trends report to help brands uncover engagement opportunities on the platform. This article is only like two days old, but I think Andrew Hutchinson traveled back to 2020 to write this paragraph. Put a mask on! (laughs) Basically, uh, I don't need to read the whole thing, but it ends with (laughs) the importance of engagement in the modern environment, quote, where people are increasingly working from home and seeking new ways to stay connected. I don't know how accurate that is. But anyway, it's a 13-pager where you can download uh, You can download the report for the low, low price of one email address. And you should if your brand is on the platform. Key takeaways, though, in case you don't feel like giving out your info, 60% of Redditors are open to seeing ads or content from brands on the platform, and they tend to appreciate non-traditional advertising as well as direct interaction with brands. They also have some posturing to say that um, as far as social platforms go, Reddit reigns supreme for community vibes where a lot of other things are more like you can look at stuff, but it's not as engaging. Who authored this report? Reddit. Call Android police. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, worth a read if you're thinking about doing anything there. And speaking of brand engagement, to use business jargon, brands are leaning into reels, you guys. That's okay. business jargon. <laughs> leaning in, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. We need to we lean into in the latest the trends, trends with children. children. That's my business <laughs> voice. According to Amplify in Q2 2022, almost half of the brands on Instagram published at least one reel compared to 30% a year ago. And that said, though, reels content only represented about 7.5% of branded content if you exclude stories. So it's a small number, but still a growing number. And if you're not doing it, I'm sorry, but you really should at least test some reels because Amplify also found that the median interaction count for reels was almost 40% higher versus traditional videos. I post 
posted my first one, I got half as many likes as my normal. And it was high quality content. This is Q2, back when they were really pushing reels though, just for the record. I would, if, if when Instagram wanted reels to work, they would make it work. Do what works for you. Don't listen to Amplify. That was my exact next, next oh, point. Sorry. No, that's fine. I agree with you. I think it's worth testing, but don't abandon things like Shep. They're working really well for you. Don't completely abandon don't that. Abandon. <laughs> don't abandon things that are working well for you because non-real content is working well for Shep. How's that? Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Twitter communities users can rejoice. It looks like you might soon be able to get some more visibility. Alessandro Paluzzi found that the platform is working on the ability to spotlight your community in your profile if you have a professional account. So that's cool. Also cool from Jonah Manzano at Jonah underscore Manzano on Twitter. Facebook added an early access for subscribers with timing. So basically when you go to post something, you could choose whether it's public or subscribers only, but you can make it public but subscribers only first for like 24 hours, 48 hours and so on. That's cool. Meta is making it easier to switch between your profiles in different apps. They're testing out a new profile switching interface. So basically, rather than just seeing your all of your Facebook profile and pages in the account switcher on Facebook, you'll be able to see connected Instagram accounts as well and vice versa on Instagram. They're also rolling out a new account registration experience, noting that people new to the, our products can create a Facebook or Instagram account and then use that account to sign up for additional ones. So... Maybe this will be what my mom finally needs to get on Instagram so I can stop cross-posting my stories to Facebook for her. And FYI, people, Instagram is testing a new way to use DMs as an alert option for new posts. This was discovered by Hammond O at Hammond O1 on Twitter. It would apparently be in a new public folder in your DM inbox. So they're pulling a Google LinkedIn there with different tabs, it sounds like. And the description explains it as you would basically be able to message or share your favorite posts directly with your followers. That sounds very annoying. It's going to go off the rails. But I, if you need to implement this kind of feature, you're not doing a good job at surfacing content that people care about elsewhere in your app. And you're giving people a tool to abuse it rather than just being better. So Instagram, this is absolute garbage. And I say no thank you. All right, now on to our segment segment here. First up, seems like a recurring segment called Blood on the Streets. Google CEO Sundar Pichai says telling employees not to equate fun with money in a heated all-hands meeting. So he said, I remember when Google was small and scrappy and that we shouldn't always equate fun with money and that Google's finance had allegedly told employees to temper their expectations for holiday parties. <coughs> okay. Okay. And next up in blood on the streets, Google employees are pushing back against cost crackdown, alleging nickel and diming from S from the CEO. And this comes from bazinga.com. <laughs> <laughs> employees are questioning the nickel and diming-ing of employees and despite the record profits and substantial cash reserves that it had after the pandemic. And it seems like it's something to keep an eye on. Some of the employees said that we don't get to choose the macroeconomic conditions always. And a bunch of those project launches were canceled as well that we talked about before. And there's no elaboration on job cuts yet. But that was blood on the streets. All right, next up, put the crime 
and true crime podcasts here. An article from Bloomberg is saying that there are podcasters buying millions of listeners through mobile game ads and that players in mobile games are triggering downloads of shows that no one may be hearing for more than seconds. <sighs> and it does seem like many of these shows were on iHeartRadio. Um, you can check out the full article over on Bloomberg. Just probably a good idea to take a look at some of the metrics. Um, if you're buying placements, just ask for like a screenshot of what your Spotify looks like, average listen time on you know Anchor and YouTube, things like that, because some people may be out there cooking the books. And that brings us to our real life segment, straight out of our accounts and into your ear holes. It's time for Working Hard or Hardly Working, where we talk about what's going on in our IRL work, good, bad, or otherwise. I have a Peeman story. I know a lot of people struggle with Performance Max and Lead Gen. I had an account where it was working really well. Um, we were using Target CPA and optimizing for sales qualified leads. Um, and it was working well for like months and months and months. And all of a sudden on a Monday, so we're still tracking form submissions, but we're optimizing for SQLs. All of a sudden on a Monday, we're getting all these form submissions that aren't qualified, like 10 times as many we get on a typical day. Um, and they were all spam. And it just seemed like it broke. And then it like the bot attack seemingly stopped and now it's not spending. So we're trying to get a refund for that day and figure out what's happening. But the client was like so impressed with PMAX and like, I want more PMAX campaigns and then it can just do this. So PMIN. Greg? For me, I was I probably shouldn't talk about that meeting that we had with a rep that didn't oh. quite fully understand. <laughs> yeah. I want so I won't say that one. But I will now say, you're teasing. It. I know we had a bad meeting. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, join us on in Discord. Yeah, in Discord. I'm Community.marketingaclock.com. How am I ever going to know what the story is? <laughs> All right. So something that was hardly working. We have uh, a client that had a bunch of uh, DDoS attacks in a certain country that we have completely excluded. In a bunch of countries, we've completely excluded from from Google Ads. And none of these IPs, none of these countries are what Google Ads gives. Is like, hey, there's, here's how we crawl everything. Uh, so we are excluding them, the entire country. We're, we're not showing ads in these countries. Google crawled it some, via some of these countries and shut down all the ads, disapproved them because you couldn't access it in these countries that we don't service, we don't advertise to. And they're just so unhelpful and it is mind boggling. So I guess just... In general, don't block countries with DDoS attacks. Just take them. Just take them. Just take the attacks. <laughs> You're a masochist. <clears throat> well, you got to have ads running. I know. It'd be better. We How much excluded okay. all these countries. Christ, I'm supposed I... to trust your smart bidding? I'm supposed to trust it. You're being awfully optimistic over there. I know you're gunning for a clock skirt. Try to temper it. I trust your smart bidding. You should be able to see I excluded this country. I'm only in one country. Everything else is excluded. Every other country is excluded. All these countries are blocking are excluded. You can't see that? And I'm supposed to trust your performances to the max. Okay. <laughs> 
Mine is very light compared to that. I uh, was working in a Google Doc with a client, making some suggestions, tagging them in comments. This was last week. And then on Monday, I got an email from said client asking what the status of everything was. And I replied, oh, it's done. I tagged you in the Google Doc. Facepalm totally should have followed up via another method because I personally know that when I get all of those notifications in a single thread of emails from a Google Doc that I just cruise through them really quick because a lot of things is like resolved, accepted, and you don't necessarily see that there's an actual comment there. So just communicate. Um, if you're supposed to deliver something, let the client know that you delivered it or somebody that you're working with because those Google Doc emails are very easy to ignore and I'm guilty of it too. So hardly working. <laughs> And now for this week's Cool Tool. As a reminder, our Cool Tool segment is not an official endorsement or paid mention. We're simply sharing something we found in our travels that may be of use to our listeners. And is really, really cool. This week's Cool Tool is a hot tip to help you get a grip on your audiences. From the one and only PPC Greg. Greg says, we added a hidden page to a website, sent the link to all employees, then excluded site visitors to that page in all campaigns. This prevents their searches and visits from flubbing our numbers and takes them out of retargeting campaigns. And this was in response to a conversation about how do you stop your clients from Googling themselves to see ads or how do you block, you know, everybody internally from, you know, a campaign that you might be retargeting folks that visit to your site. So it's just a really cool tip because you don't have to gather a bunch of IP addresses or trust that or worry about, say, people that share an office space or anything like that. So um, it's great you could do it internally or for a client or both. Whoever you want to keep out, it's a handy little trick, and I absolutely love that. And one thing to note, you have to have a pretty big company like PPC Greg's company. You can't just have like 10 people and make an audience that big. But if you're a global company, this is a great way. Absolutely. So if you need that tweet as reference material, as always, we will have the link in our newsletter as well as on Discord. So pick your poison and check it out. Now it's time for our must-read marketing article of the week. An article so advanced, so in-depth, so detailed that we simply cannot cover it in its entirety on today's show. All right. And this week's must-read marketing article comes from the one, the only, Chris Silver-Smith. And he's got an article over on Search Engine Lands called The Biggest Mystery of Google's Algorithm. Everything ever said about clicks, click-through rate, and bounce rate. And he says, there's a good reason to suspect that Google uses CTR as a ranking factor. Here's how Google addressed the topics over the years. Now, you can see everything Google said about it, or you can listen to me here. (laughs) If I had a search engine and I saw that a website that was ranking in seventh position would regularly get clicks over what was ranking in the fourth position, would that be a factor? Would that be a factor to you? Of course. So even if they're saying at one point it wasn't, you would be a complete idiot not to look at what people are clicking on. I'm sorry, you shouldn't be looking at links anymore. It's 2022. You should be looking more about what the people want. And so I don't care what Google said at all. You would be, that would be one of the top things on my list that I would experiment on and look for if I was trying to beat Google. So what are the results people want? And that is obviously click the right. But you can see everything Google has officially said on the record and check it out. Thank you, Silver. 
And now onto our playlist of curated songs to work to. You can head over to playlist.marketingoclock.com to listen to Marketing a Playlist. Greg, what are you adding this week? Well, I am nine and two. So nine, two, and one. So I'm going to add a couple more winners this week. I can't believe it. If you counted week one, I'm through the roof here. So here we go. Um, I I lost on Tampa Bay close one. Should have made that two-pointer. Pushed Houston. But this week, it's the Cowboys minus three. Take them before it goes to three and a half. Houston plus five and a half. Vegas minus two and a half. The Rams plus one and a half. Come on. Carolina under 43 and Bills Ravens over 52. And And my song. My song. PBC, Craig, and I are making this song a fall. Mike Posner, I'm not dead yet. Do yourself a favor. Go listen to it. Unbelievable. Yeah, I co-sign. I will be selecting Can't Help Myself by Ms. Kelsey Ballerini. Don't sleep on her new album. It is so good. (laughs) Jess Bud, what's your song? Losing My Mind by Angels and Airwaves. And thank you to our sponsor for today, Selzy. Selzy is the no-code email marketing platform that makes it super simple for small and medium-sized businesses to grow their business with email marketing. Not only is it easy to send emails, it's also super easy to grow your list. So you can easily import contacts to Selzy or they can help you create responsive signup forms to grow your list. Learn more about Selzy's $49 lifetime membership offer at selzy.marketingoclock.com or click the link in our description to learn more. That is S-E-L-Z-Y.marketingoclock.com or click the link in that description. All right, that does it for today's show. It is now officially not Marketing O'Clock. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to Marketing O'Clock. If you're looking for more information on today's topic, head over to marketingoclock.com slash newsletter to receive every single article we covered. We share the news as it breaks in our Discord community. Head over to community.marketingoclock.com to join. 